Hi, this is the alternative opinion. Um, that's what you're listening to. And today I am going to talk about labels and um, whether labels are good, labels are bad, um, and like especially micro labels. So I'm gonna start talking from personal experience and then I might branch out into more general sort of stuff. So let's start right now. When I was 11 or so, I found out that gay people are like a thing that exists. And eventually I thought of myself as bisexual. Um, I thought that there was this boy I liked, but really (laughs) I was just trying to be popular. Yeah, I, I, because he was popular. Yup. Um, and I, I figured I was bisexual when I got this big crush on this girl and, you know, she was my friend actually, so it was a bit awkward, but, um, I, uh, just figured I was bisexual. I thought the label fitted. Um, and, you know, for, like, a couple months, I was okay with that label, I liked it, and then once in school, um, it was this, uh, race, like, between some schools, and, uh, you know, my team won, by the way, if you were wondering, it was a very big deal, um, and I was thinking while I was watching this race, and it wasn't our turn, not our turn, but it was the individual races, I wasn't part of the individual races, and I thought, I don't really like boys, huh? So, um, I thought, oh, well, I guess I'm a lesbian, uh, and I... To, to this day, I'm still okay with being called a lesbian. Um, I've learnt a lot more labels I that possibly could have fitted me better when I identified as bisexual. Like, I think then uh, I only knew uh, bisexual and gay and lesbian. Um, I was trying to figure out what transgender meant. I looked up the Wikipedia and I was just so confused. (laughs) I wish someone would have explained it in more simple terms to me because it's really simple. But, you know, I was was a gay baby, a gayby, you might say. And I was... And... So, uh, I lived in France, um, until I, uh, I was, uh, like, eleven and a half, uh, it was, it was almost Christmas, uh, like, ten days before Christmas, less than that, even, um, when we moved to the UK, um, although my first language is English, because, uh, my parents are English immigrants and 
Uh, oh, someone's coming. And I'm going to explain the labels that I learnt just about in order. And I'm still learning labels today, although I think I've, I've learnt quite a lot of them. And uh, I'm always learning new ones, but it's... Um, you know, I'm still learning new ones. Um, so, drop my phone there, sorry. Uh, there's transgender, which uh, just means not being the gender assigned to you at birth. Non-binary, although I'm not sure if I found out that about that one before or after. Um, pansexual... Probably roughly at the same time, because I am non-binary, but um, I, I haven't figured it out until like, really recently. Um, and this pan, pansexual, uh, I think I actually had a friend who identified as pan briefly, um, they, they, they identify as straight now. They were just like, you know, having a think, questioning. Um, there's ace, asexual, doesn't want to be sexually involved with uh, specific people, but that's quite a general term. It can be more, you know, and it's a spectrum, obviously. Um, and. Those are some of the basic labels. Omnisexual, um, quite similar to pansexual, but I believe the difference is that it's more, um, like you like the genders for different reasons, whereas pansexual is more uh, to do with uh, their personality and all that. Um, then, what, what others? Abrosexual being the opposite of uh, opposite of asexual, demisexual. Um, you know, there's there's a lot, and those are mostly just sexualities. Uh, sorry, I was mixing up abrosexual and allosexual. Allosexual is the opposite of asexual and abrosexual is uh, like fluid you know um fluid in your sexuality um and then and through learning that i've still like, identified as gay or lesbian or whatever um and i like the term gay because it describes what i like and who I like to date and also I've I've questioned my gender like for a really long time I thought maybe I was non-binary maybe I was trans male I am in fact gender quit so I figured it out although for a while I just accepted hey um I'm female, I'm a girl, but, you know, 
non-binary, I, I like, I like it. And that's sexuality labels. And sexuality labels and gender labels and queer labels are great. Um, but you don't have to use them. A lot of people don't. I already discussed this in the last episode. Um, but there's this couple that I, um, that are my neighbours. And one of them is very anti-label. She still uses the term lesbian, but she is quite anti-label and she's sort of a bit of a turf um and the other one she is um pan and i helped her figure out she was pan because well she was just like saying to me and i was like you're pan anyway i already said that in the last episode so probably shouldn't repeat it too much um and labels like that sexuality labels and um i might get into gender labels uh those are really good and then there's political labels political labels are also great if you like them um i think uh there's two sort of demographics for this podcast there's queer people and there are political extremists um and if you're one of them especially if you're just like into politics you're probably really confused by all the sexuality queer LGBTQ plus stuff. Um, and if you are LGBTQ plus, you're probably kind of confused by the political stuff. I'm kind of new to politics, um, and it's more political philosophy, kind of, you know, ideologies that I'm interested in. <laughs> but Basically, uh, there are labels for different political ideologies, that goes without saying. Um, and so so let's go through a few of them, and I am thinking of the political compass a lot when I'm thinking of these, but, you know, it's more than that. So, centrist. I know a lot of centrists, but they don't even know what the word centrist means. Just someone who isn't very opinionated, you know, in politics. Um, and I, I've never called myself a centrist. However, I have called myself apolitical. Well, not, I haven't called myself apolitical, but, um, I was. I, I was very, I thought politics was very boring, but... I think there's there's a fun side, you know. Um, there's a fun side to politics and political ideology, um, and apolitical just means you don't care about politics. You don't have any interest in it. 
Um, and there's that. There's a conservative. I know a few conservatives. I know a lot of conservatives. You know, conservative farmer boys. They they fill my school. Um, and it, it kind of like so conservative sort of means like you want to stay traditional and <sighs> traditions and well you know what the other definition of conservative would be like it's not not radical um but the thing with conservatives is and i'm not <laughs> and i'm trying to not phrase this too offensively i guess they kind of don't um they're not generally that accepting although i do know i am friends with some conservatives who um don't aren't you know homophobic uh so i think you can be conservative without being like a bigot but also most bigots are conservative and <laughs> the annoying thing with them is they don't learn because they want to stay traditional they want to stay in the olden days you know the olden days of the 1950s or something but you know it's because generally, right, most conservatives uh, are privileged and they are from privileged groups. Um, not always, but, you know, a lot of the time, some stuff I've noticed. Um, and then, how about, how about we talk about, um, fascism? You know, a bit of fascism here and there. Basically, hey, government rules everything. Cool, government cool. Uh, <laughs> but, like, dude. I mean, I don't think anyone's calling themselves fascist. Maybe, like, as a joke, but no. You know, if if you're not interested in politics, uh, you know, like Darth Vader, the Empire, that's fascism, man. You know, space fascists. Um, and fascism generally has um the death penalty for like a whole bunch of stuff. From from what I can tell. Um. <laughs> and you know Nazism, Nazis. That's the, they're kind of fascist. I mean, they're slightly more economically central than than like fascism. Thing you would usually call fascism, but you know, it, my point still stands. Um, big man Adolf, Adolf. You know. Right, um, and then uh, what, what, what am I gonna say next? Capitalism. Capitalism 
it's quite a broad subject and I wouldn't say that it's too specific of a label you and you know even if you're not interested in politics I'm sure you know about capitalism right basically money 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 get get that coin sis um well well I guess that's sort of like lib right kind of you know but um basically big companies amazon um google uh and the thing with capitalism is money can be good for some things but it shouldn't consume your life and that's the that's the thing and what was i going to say about it oh yeah classism that you know if we have um capitalism we live in a capitalist society already so this is already quite noticeable but say um i don't even need to say say right because it's already true but economic difference leads to classism and people being like oh so <laughs> you're poor fucking poor person um and so it's divided into working class and middle class and upper class i think i'm lower middle class and it's <laughs> a lot of the people who go to my school it's like they brag about all their money and i don't even know how they got all this money i know there's one one girl whose mum is a model um and then she has like Louis Vuitton backpack and all that yeah um but I don't know how they got money and stuff and designer stuff but generally I would say a lot of my school is like upper middle class with a few upper class people and a few sort of lower middle class people like me i don't think i'm the poorest person in school i'm not saying that um but you know i'm definitely not rich or my family isn't rich i should say um but i think you know even if you're not like working class or lower middle class you can still be sort of rebellious and you can still be a punk and an anarchist and you can still be against classism you know you're privileged but that doesn't make you bad it doesn't make you evil anyway that was a bit of a tangent um how about how about we go with uh, anarchism you know uh that's that's what i am Anarchy, anarchy in the UK. Am I right? Uh, no. <laughs> so anarchism is the belief that there should be no government or no government control. Um, and it's also generally uh, 
anti-capitalist. It doesn't have to be anarcho-capitalism is a thing. I know someone who is an anarcho-capitalist. And you can tell from just the sheer existence of her that that's the thing. I think she's pretty cool, actually. I mean, she's definitely into money, because she's a capitalist, but, like, she's pretty cool. Uh, And so, the, the thing, so, anarchism, right? It's cool. There should not be government because, 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 It's oppressive. And laws suck. I mean, I get why some of them, like, exist. You know? I get why murder is illegal. Um. (laughs) But then there's victimless crimes. And victimless crimes are a bit hard to categorise because it's like, oh, is there a victim? I don't know. Vandalism, for example, I think vandalism is victimless. I mean, who's really bothered by someone <coughs> drawing a drawing on your wall? I mean, you got you got an artwork, or maybe you got a word on your wall. I mean, can't you be more tolerant? Um, if if vandalism was legal, I think the world would be so much more interesting. You know, so much more art, and art is great. Um, and other, and then there's the way we punish crime. I definitely disagree with the death penalty. You know, having a government that contro- can control your very existence. I mean, that's taking a step up when the death penalty is legal, you know? Um, which is basically murder. So you can be murdered for murdering someone, or you can, you, sometimes you can even be murdered for crimes that aren't as bad as murder, so, yeah. Luckily, in the UK, there is no such death penalty. Um, it was abolished in the 60s, I think, so that's good. Um, but also prison. Prison is another way... Um, we punish crime, and I get it, sort of taking away your freedom, but freedom is not something you should take away, I'm just, I'm just gonna say that, um, and I think rehabilitation, uh, should be much more important than punishment, um, I mean, there are some people, I guess you, You can't really fix, like, serial killers, rapists. Well, I'm sure some rapists you can fix, but, you know, people who, you know, mass murderers, that kind of thing. And that, um, I'm still figuring out my opinion on that. I'm not fully sure, but definitely... (laughs) For small crimes, like shoplifting, that uh, petty crime should not be punished, and rather rehabilitation should be more important. 
Um, and, you know, especially vandalism is one I feel very strongly about. And no, that should not be illegal. And I don't think drugs should be illegal because it is that is absolutely victimless. You know, obviously there's yourself, but, you know... <laughs> that's that's you, right? I don't think making them illegal is a good way to stop people from doing drugs. If people if people do drugs, they're gonna do drugs. Okay, there's not a way of stopping that. Um, yeah. Anyway, once again, I went on a bit of a tangent, but hey, that's what this is all about, right? And so. The next um, political ideology I'm going to talk about is communism. Since, I don't know if you could tell, but I'm going to all the extremes and then I'm going to go some more specific labels. Communism, um, it's quite hard to define, really. Um, it's anti-classist, that's definitely the most important not i don't know about the most important but like <laughs> the people are very important and that that's good people are important people are good um well people can be bad but you know people should have choices um and it's anti-classism to um everyone should have the same amount of money everyone should have the same access to things and and you know that's really good um but um i don't know what i was going to say i think when people think communism they definitely think of more sort of authoritarian communism you know but it doesn't have to be like that. Um, being lib left, and I'm sure a lot of the listeners, if people are even listening to this, I don't know, a lot of listeners are lib left here. So, hi, lib lefts. Um, um, you're cool. I like you. Uh, we sort of want. Equality, equality is, is, yeah, equality, um, and less government control. Alright, let's go on to more specific labels. Um, how about socialism? I'm just going to do a bit of research on socialism before I record this because I'm not completely sure. Okay, so according to Wikipedia, socialism is a political, social, and economic philosophy encompassing a range of economic and social systems characterized by social ownership and democratic control of the means of production and workers' self-management of enterprises. It includes political theories and movements associated with such systems. Social ownership can be public, collective, cooperative, um, or, or of equity. While no single definition encapsulates many types of socialism, social ownership is the one common element shared among its various forms. So, 
basically, socialism is people cool, but also... Yeah, people cool. <laughs> Hell, socialism the name. So Sorry, I don't think I have a cold, but who knows? Um... I know, I do know a few people who are socialists. I know a lot of people who are socialists. Um, and, yeah, I think this is definitely not extremist. It's definitely quite, I would say, normal. You know, um, how about libertarianism? Um, libertarianism, aside from having a long name... Um, is libertarianism is a political philosophy and movement that upholds liberty as a core principle. Libertarians seek to maximize autonomy and political freedom, emphasizing free association, freedom of choice, individualism, and voluntary association. Libertarians share a skepticism of authority and state power, but some of them diverge on the scope of their opposing existing economic and political systems. Various schools of libertarian thoughts, thought uh, offer a range of views regarding the leg legitimate functions of state and private power, often recalling for, for the restriction or dissolution of coercive social inst institutions. Um, different categorizations have been used to distinguish various forms of libertarianism. Scholars distinguish libertarian view views on the nature of property and capital, usually along left-right or socialist-capitalist lines. So, I already knew what it was, but, you know, just to give you a definition. Basically, freedom, but also money. Um, you know, Libright. Also, I don't even know if you know much about the political political compass. I might do an episode on that. Um. Uh, okay. Um. I think. Okay. So I've I've done extreme extremist views. I've done centrism. Um. And I've done some less extremist views on three. Um. Three of the four squares of the political compass. What, what? I don't even know much about alt-right, so, not alt-right, alt-left is what I was trying to say. Um, so, I'm not going to try and talk on that. So, let's talk about not liking labels, and why some people don't like labels. So, before I explain why some people do don't like labels. I'll explain why some people do. Some people do because, to put it simply, it's a way of telling people in a short-ish, sometimes not that short, word, how you think and how you are, what you are, um, and you can have labels for anything from your sexuality to your gender to your, um, political ideology to the, your aesthetic I'm not I am not too good with like aesthetics cottagecore is pretty cool though um goth 
subcultures have labels too, countercultures, um, and the and people like these labels because it describes them and it's a short way of saying what they believe and uh, or how they look anything like that and you can be grouped into groups and you can find who um, is like you but on the other hand there are people who do not like labels and they feel that labels are restrictive um, and that you need to conform to a label um, or that they feel they need to conform to a label if they use one. I kind of get this. Um, as a an ambidike, you could say, non-binary lesbian, I feel like I have to only be attracted to women or girls, I guess, because my age. Um, but there's also... I guess there's also some non-binary people I am attracted to. I also like the label queer because it's ambiguous, um, but it's still LGBTQ+. It's still, well, queer. <laughs> um, and sometimes I am attracted to non-binary people, but not necessarily. I, I think I'm more attracted to women but you know it is how it is and labels can be great uh, for example I feel very uh, comfortable in the label of genderqueer um, I don't like the flag to be honest I'm getting a non-binary flag though uh, that's exciting um, and the, um, so people who don't like labels, sometimes they feel very strongly about it. So this, uh, neighbor who, who is a turf that I was talking about, we sort of had a bit of a debate on labels and whether they're good or whether they're oppressive. Um, and her stance on all of it is that labels are restrictive and you don't need to go searching for a label. But here's the thing. You can. You can if you want to. And I do want to, and a lot of people do want to. Um, another person who feels very strongly about it is my dad. Um, he doesn't live with me anymore, but I was mentioning to him one time that a friend of mine is genderqueer, because, not genderqueer, genderfluid, because they are, <laughs> to put it simply, um, and it was relevant to what we were saying, and I was like, alright, so this person, oh, I'll change their name. Max, there we go, this person, Max, um, they're gender fluid, by the way, um, so, just, just use they, them pronouns, 
uh, if you ever talk about them. And then he was like, why, why do they need to be called gender fluid? Why, why can't, um, they be called, like, I don't know. Um, and I, and I was like, uh, well, it just, it, it fits them. It is a label that fits them and that they like, so surely they should be able to. And he sort of went on a rant about how labels are pointless and he chooses not to label himself. And um, that's all fine, but you shouldn't try and stop other people from using labels. Um, and I don't get why people <laughs> just think it's okay to say, like, hey, don't use a label, labels are bad, in my opinion, so you're not allowed to have a label. On the topic of labels, um, I think pronouns are somewhat related, although I might do a whole separate episode on pronouns. Pronouns are great. Um, so, pronouns, uh, obviously the she, her, and he, him, um, and these are the ones, sort of, given to us at birth, generally, not always, but, you know, usually, um, we get called she, her, or he, him, at, uh, until <laughs> we figure out our own gender, um, and it's based on our genitals, basically. And the problem with that is that, well, not all people are cis. And definitely not all people are binary. So, um, some people use they them pronouns myself included although i use all pronouns so yeah um pro so they them pronouns are not just used for people for non-binary people they're also used when you don't know the the gender of a person and like for example you see um a coat on the ground for for example um and you say oh someone dropped their coat I should get it to them. See, someone dropped their coat. I should get it to them. And um, if you don't say that, if you say, like, someone dropped his coat, I should get it to him, um, that's just making a lot of assumptions. That's pretty sexist, isn't it? Oh, in it? I, sh I should have said in it. Come on. Come on, Alex. Do better with your not being posh. Um... <laughs> And, um, so, so far we got he, him, she, her, and they, them. But those are not the only pronouns, the only personal pronouns, because obviously there's other pronouns, like the. And, um, some people use it, its pronouns, and I think that's actually really cool. Um, yeah, they're kind of dehumanizing, but if someone wants to have, um, it, its pronouns, like, absolutely go for it i will call you it um 
And then there's also neo-pronouns. Neo-pronouns are, like, invented by, by people for the sake of being singular non-binary pronouns. For example, Zizem. Oh. Uh, that is the... I believe that is the most common neo-pronoun. Um, and it... I think it's good. Some people, some people don't like neo pronouns. They think they're they're hard to get used to, but um, they don't have to like. Uh, they don't have to say like, "Hey, I hate your pronouns." <laughs> you know, that's just rude. You know, that is rude. Um, then there's I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Fafer, Fafer. I guess, um, that one, some people have said it's offensive to, is it Irish, um, like, uh, folk, folklore, Irish folklore, um, and I don't, I guess, yeah, that's true, but hey, if you're gonna, Use pronouns, new pronouns, uh, I think you can use them. I don't know, man. Um, um, then there's, well, there's lots of other neo pronouns which I'm not gonna get into right here, but there's also more specific pronouns, neo pronouns based on already existing words, like bunny, bunny self, um, and <laughs> the funniest, god, god self, like, okay, right, um, but still, if you use those pronouns, I'm okay with that, I don't mind, I will refer to you by those pronouns, um, then there's, like, emoji pronouns, which are cool and all, but I'm not sure how to say them, <laughs> like, I think they're valid, don't get me wrong, but how do I say them? Because they're emojis, so it's a bit difficult. Anyway, um, I think, I think this is getting kind of long at this point, and I've made my point that some people like pronouns, some people don't like pronouns, and whatever your stance, that's okay. Um... But also don't shit on uh, people who use micro labels. Why I'm I meant to say labels, not pronouns. Micro labels are pretty cool. You know, people who who use um sort of micro labels, for example. I uh I guess abrosexual is one gender fluid, I don't even know if that would be considered a micro-label, and people who have gender labels that are very specific, like gender punk, um, gender goth, um, that kind of thing, I think that that's cool, um, and I hope you enjoy, enjoyed this, if, you know, if you got this far, I'm sure you have, um, and, uh, goodbye.